baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hello and welcome to this edition of It's News to Us, the WRVA daily podcast, weekday podcast, where we look at the stories that we covered uh, throughout the day. And it was kind of a hodgepodge of stuff, so let's get into it. Kind of stumbled into this one, the uh, Henrico Board of Supervisors and School Board basically having an all-day retreat today and tomorrow. And uh, saw on social media that uh, Amy Cashwell, the superintendent of uh, Henrico County Schools, was talking about the uh, uh, stepped-up police efforts in schools and uh, decided to uh, try to join in remotely and virtually to the uh, retreat where Cashwell was still giving a presentation. And she was talking about a blue-ribbon safety panel that was employed by Henrico Schools looking at kind of how the school system uh, does uh, in reference to crisis response and things they could possibly do better. Now, for the most part, the school does a fairly good job in um, doing their uh, crisis response, but they were looking at ways that they could possibly be better, and I stumbled upon a Cashwell, Superintendent Cashwell kind of uh, – um, going over things that they could do better in the aspect of uh, how they could make buildings more uniform in their access to first responders when they respond to possible crisis situations. If you remember earlier this week, there was a situation at Highland Springs High School where uh, two separate incidents where two separate students had guns. And on that very same day, there was an alleged threat by a um, student at Mills Godwin. So, that was all in one day, so this kind of uh, precipitated the uh, uh, the action from Cashwell uh, later on in the week, yesterday, where she said that uh, uh, more police efforts would be happening in schools. Now, what's going on as far as the presentation today? This was not a formal presentation by any stretch of the imagination. That will come later on, but uh, basically Cashwell says that uh, the safety panel looked at issues the county could improve on in the aspect of uh, having first responders give access to buildings, having things more uniform, and also kind of the way that staff moves uh, during a crisis situation. Some of the, um, uh, the ways that could be improved would be improved two-way communications. But in the same breath, some of the things they do well uh, in response to crisis is have really good range on their two-way communications, but Cashwell says that could even be improved. And installing additional exterior card access points for staff. So, uh, you know, having access to the building uh, for staff if they need to be inside or if they need to be outside or if uh, they need access even interior in, in a building where somehow... Uh, they can't give access and where they need to be to, to be uh, in a more safe place. They want to address some of those issues. Uh, for first responders, they want quicker building accessibility with additional key boxes 
and a more uniform approach to school signage. They have, you know, school signage, and they may have some signs that say first responders come this way or something like that, but they need to improve and be consistent with the way signs um, would indicate where first responders need to go um, uh, in how they get access to the building and, and key boxes and, and all that. Uh, she does say there are some things the school system is doing well already, including strong interior and exterior locks. And she says that joint training that they do on a yearly basis is uh, key to uh, what they're doing so far and the, uh, the, the things they're doing well. But she says more could be done. So I assume that a more formal presentation will be coming at a later time where um, – uh, money will be asked for to improve some of these uh, items. All right, let's move on to um, a story that uh, kind of follows through on the story we kind of been following all week, and we have been following all week regarding the former state trooper and former Washington County uh, Sheriff's deputy who uh, traveled to California to after he had an online relationship with a teenage girl then drove to California and uh, killed the girl's mother and grandparents. Um, the teenage girl was spared from any harm. But it's been learned through uh, multiple reports that uh, um, this uh, former state trooper, um, uh, Austin Edwards, uh, purchased a home in southwest Virginia in Smith County in the tom- town of Saltville, and this is important because he purchased it November 14th, left the state police force in late October, and um, and bought this house on November 14th, which is 25 miles away from the Washington County Sheriff's Office where he was employed after working at the state police. Now, November 14th was only maybe a little over a week uh, before he left for California, uh, where he, of course, eventually died in a shootout with law enforcement. But once again, it was uh, after all uh, the incident with the um, uh, the girl's uh, mother and grandparents. Uh, the interesting thing about this house, according to the reports that we've seen, is that it's obscured from another house on the road that it's on in the town of Saltville. And it is... Uh, basically covered, all the windows are covered in black, either sheets or black tape or something like that. All the windows are blacked out. You can't see inside. And uh, police in southwest Virginia have a um, executed a search warrant in this case, and uh, they have not released what they have found. But um, interesting to note that the, um, the windows were all blacked out in that particular uh, house. So uh, that's just another tidbit of information that's occurred in this case. Uh, an interesting story out of uh, Fredericksburg, the Fredericksburg area, the Virginia Alcohol Beverage Control Authority executed a search warrant at a restaurant in Spotsylvania County that's owned by a candidate for state senate. His name is Matt Strickland. Uh, apparently, uh, Strickland... Um, was defiant uh, about the COVID policies under Governor Nor- or former Governor Northam and refused to have any sort of policy 
in place at his restaurant during uh, the time where COVID was first beginning and nobody had been vaccinated yet. So uh, there was a search warrant at the uh, restaurant called Gourmet in Spotsylvania County for records and information related to possession of alcoholic beverages without a license. Now, they have a timeline where um, it was back in January of 2021 that this particular restaurant uh, a health permit uh, for Gourmelts was suspended following uh, denial of COVID-19 public health requirements in the governor's executive order. Later on, fast forwarding uh, a, a little over, I mean, almost, uh, to, uh, almost to present day in November of 2022, the ABC, the state ABC, serves the uh, board order suspending that restaurant's beer and wine license and the mixed beverage license for a period of 90 days. Now, this particular uh, search warrant was executed because it was believed that they kept on serving alcohol despite having their uh, beer and wine license uh, suspended. So that raid happened today, or actually raid, it was a search warrant at uh, Gore Meltz in Spotsylvania County, and Matt Strickland is the owner of that restaurant, and he's a candidate for Virginia State Senate in the 27th District. He says on his website that he was very adamant about uh, policies, uh, COVID policies that happened during the Northam administration uh, to small businesses and, and any businesses, really, uh, about COVID and mask requirements and, and safeguards and all that stuff. And he said he wouldn't do any of that. So that uh, raid, or that raid, it's, it's, a, it's a search warrant happened today at Gore Meltz in Spotsylvania County. Also tomorrow, it's the uh, 2022 Dominion Energy Christmas Parade. That is going on uh, Broad Street tomorrow in Richmond. There's a lot of road closures uh, in anticipation of this event. Uh, Richmond Police says that the following roads will be closed beginning at 6 tomorrow morning and remain in effect until approximately 3 in the afternoon. That includes Broad between Arthur Ashe Boulevard and 8th Street on both sides, DMV Drive between West Broad and West Lee Streets, West Lee Street between Hermitage Road and Arthur Ashe Boulevard, 7th Street between East Broad and Jackson Streets, East Lee Street between uh, North 4th and 9th Streets, and East Marshall between North 3rd and 7th Streets. There's also a large amount of no-parking locations that uh, are kind of too numerous to name during this podcast, but I would uh, uh, advise you to go to our website uh, for a full list of those uh, no-parking locations, which actually go into effect a little bit earlier than 3 a, or 6 a.m., which is when the road closures start. This is a 3 a.m. Uh, effective time for no parking locations. I will uh, uh, give some of the uh, larger uh, uh, name streets and some of their uh, no parking locations. Broad Street, both sides between Terminal Place and North 8th Street will have no parking as well as West Lee between Hermitage and Arthur Ashe Boulevard, uh, Marshall Street between 3rd and 7th Street, and Clay Street between North or 7th and 8th, and East Lee Street between North 4th and North 9th Street. But we do refer you to go to our uh, 
website for more information on that. That's going to do it for this edition of It's News to Us. I'm Jeff Stapleton, News Radio WRVA. We'll talk to you on Monday. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.